everybody, and welcome to episode 94 of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week, we are discussing Ari Aster's new film, Midsommar. Summer, Summer, I've heard people pronounce it. He says Midsummer, so we're going to go with that. This is his second feature, his last of which was Hereditary, which we reviewed on this podcast. And was pretty well received, I Not believe. by this person. Just, yeah, I didn't think Lauren <laughs> liked it. That would have been my guess. A movie I've wanted to rewatch. I have not rewatched it since last summer. But yeah, I was very excited for this one. I'm a big fan of Florence Pugh. And after her work in Lady Macbeth and a few other things. And it was a good trailer. The film also stars Jack Rayner, uh, Will Poulter, William Jackson Harper, and Willem Blomgren, if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, it follows a group of douchey grad students who are going to Sweden to study ancient traditions and bang Swedish women. But one of the guys, Christian, his girlfriend, who he was pretty much going to break up with, has something terrible happen to her, and she ends up along for the ride. That's the best spoilery-free plot description I can really give for this. But I... Did I write a review for the site? I think I did. Yes. Um, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it more than uh, Hereditary. I thought it was quite funny throughout most of the time. Outside, outside the horrific opening ten minutes of the movie. I was laughing all the way through to the final shot of the movie, basically. So that says a lot about me after you see this one. But. Yeah, that does. <laughs> well, I mean, you you thought the House of Jack built was a yeah. comedy, so we got... Yo, I same mean... thing, yeah. Laughed all the way through that one, too. A movie Ben turned off, he was so disgusted by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not like Slither but... disgusted, but like, Jesus Christ. Oh, another hilarious, Jesus great movie. Jesus Christ yeah, no. disgusted. <laughs> does everybody... Quick poll. Slither, great movie, right? Um, I remember not really. I didn't think it was anything special. I didn't watch it. Go Considering watch the cast, I was disappointed. Oh, they're so good in it. Well, they can be good, but I still was like, this movie is nothing special. <laughs> it's it's one I've tried to block out of my memory. <laughs> I don't understand what was so scarring about it. Someone, Speaking of someone scarring imagery, on, like, alien jizz oh, oh, you saying yeah. jizz <laughs> <laughs> and he paused to think of what word should I, I say <laughs> ben, there's no good word just say, just say seminal fluid like the rest of us just God, say post peter tingle <laughs> <laughs> what but yeah I was a big fan of this one I really want to see it again and i've been thinking about it a lot since i saw it a week ago or so yeah what did everybody else think i'm gonna let lauren go um surprising no one i'm sure i thought this movie was not good (laughs) and i'm the only one who doesn't like it i think but uh i don't know it's just i guess ari aster oh my god ari aster is gonna be up there with wes anderson where Everyone loves him, but for whatever reason, I'm out here in the cold. Like, I don't get it. Like, the movie, it's just so predictable. The whole, like, I felt. It's predictable. I will agree. Yes. From no, moment I'll agree. one, it's very as predictable. soon as the music yep. starts, you're like, well, this is going to happen. And this is going to happen. It's like certain details maybe you don't get, but 
pretty much, yeah. The gist it, there's of it, no yeah. surprises whatsoever. I felt like I was miles ahead of the characters, and for two and a half hours, I was just waiting for them to catch up. I will say the way it does these things that are predictable are still pretty like I mean <laughs> shocking. Yeah, but <laughs> you still not surprising at all. Like I was still like, yeah, I saw that coming. And like I didn't really care about any of the characters. I cared about the lead female for most of it, but like yeah, I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I like you said the oh the film's going to hold your attention. I was like I wish I had been napping through it all. <laughs> Uh, I like it just I can't really explain more about it yet but I'll just say the ending was not earned at all for me the end okay. Ben. so I was actually in the same theater with Zach when he saw this although we didn't did go together he was like did you know because you yes, heard him laughing I, well but yes once the movie ended I was I thought I was alright but I didn't love it and then like Zach I haven't been able to kind of stop thinking about it I, I've, it just it keeps going through my mind and i like it more and more as time passes i don't think i'm as high on it as zach is but i definitely enjoyed this movie a lot i think it's probably in my top 10 of the year so far i know sorry lauren (laughs) and i think it's it's weird because it's such a different movie from hereditary but i think they would also be really interesting companion pieces i mean like they do use the back. same music don't they sure felt like it so. this, like as soon as the it's, music started, the music's very similar. like i forgot yeah. who going in i didn't remember who directed this movie or who wrote it mm-hmm. so as soon as that music started then i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> i would say the opening yeah the the, the dread of the opening mu- scenes music is it felt similar, like a mixture between I, hereditary music and like us music to me i felt like the music was very loving and are like are you kidding me it was all like be anxious for the next two hours well i think i wrote in my review it was like i feel like if the people if this was a real town and like this was a documentary the people of this community uh, uh, uh what i don't know the user may know what their names are it's like hagar hogger or something like that uh, they that sounds right they would watch the movie and be like yeah that was a really loving film about our community <laughs> and like that was the vibe i had watching See, the movie i think i would have appreciated the music or the movie more had the music not been what it was because it felt it felt know. too leading hmm. like as soon as it starts it's like okay i know what's gonna happen there's no if because i i didn't really watch the trailers for this movie so mm-hmm. i didn't necessarily i mean obviously the poster kind of leads you in a mm-hmm. certain like you understand gonna what's gonna happen flowers. but it's like as soon as the music starts it's like okay that's the movie i'm seeing yay i can't wait to see everything i expect happen happen <laughs> like i felt like hereditary as much as i didn't enjoy that movie it, I didn't more guess. Surprising. Yes, like yeah. I didn't feel Very like I was so. just waiting for the characters to keep up, or, like keep up with me. I didn't know where the movie was going. Whereas here, I just didn't feel like anything was surprising. Oh, there's a lot of naked people standing around. Oh, that was the other oh. thing. It's like, what is it? What is his like love of groups of naked people? <laughs> if you like that, Lauren, you should see Suspiria. <laughs> yeah, but at least those bodies might be more attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have this, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> the odds are definitely in more attractive favor in Suspiria. John. Yeah, naked old people, 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Can I quote you on that? <laughs> yeah, to do it, please. Um, I, think, uh, I think I'm somewhere where you are, Ben, um, where when I left the movie at first, I was 
almost indignant with what had happened. But then the more I thought about it, the more I felt like maybe a little bit appreciative of what he went for. I think uh, Hereditary, all the like crazy like WTF moments were a lot more enjoyable to watch because Hereditary, I think, has the feeling and tone of a traditional horror film a lot more. But I think this one has a more meaningful maybe message about how do we deal with grief, especially in terms of the people we surround ourselves with. Comment. <laughs> and yeah, p- potentially like a, I don't know, this this almost kind of had a, a sort of an us kind of feeling for me at one point. But then there's some other things that kind of like ruin that argument for me, I guess. That it's all white people. <laughs> Well, no, not 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 that specific. No I think there's some things. There. I know. I'm just joking. There, there are some things about it that I do find like, not just like disturbing, but like straight up like, that's on that. Like, you, you're hard pressed to make an argument for this. Regardless, I think yeah, I think it definitely had a more thoughtful message about how you deal with grief, and I, I definitely I feel like I'm warming to it more and more in my residual memory, but like. On an immediate comparison right now, yeah, Hereditary was way more enjoyable to watch, if I could even say enjoyable. You're saying you're saying Hereditary Hereditary wasn't enjoyable, or was more I'm enjoyable? He liked Hereditary, but you, okay. um, yeah. So Maybe. it's like this weird toss up between like I liked the messaging in this, but I I'm not sure if I was as along for the ride for it as I was Hereditary. Yeah, you're going to be hard-pressed to convince me of what the message of this movie is. Don't go to Sweden. Yeah, other than that one. like Sweden. Hey, I went to Sweden in the winter. It was great, guys. Well, yeah, you didn't go in the midsummer, obviously. (laughs) Quick question about this. At one point, they say something about every 90 years. So does does this happen every year, or is it an every 90-year thing? I believe I've... Right, I've been trying to figure this out too. I believe the final act of this movie is a ninety-year occurrence, not a yearly. Occurrence. But the majority of it is like every year. Okay. A lot of like the the feast and the May Queen, and obviously the May Queen happens a lot because there's the pictures of all of them. I was about to say, well, you don't know how long this goes back. It's like, oh yeah, but we only had cameras for a certain amount of time. <laughs> but I, I I am under the impression the the final ritual is something that is not. Is the ninety-year thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did everybody else take that away? And I lost. I stopped caring. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay, this is happening. Okay, so that's three recommends and a hard pass. <laughs> well, would you recommend it though, John? Like wholeheartedly, or? Oh man, I don't know. Um, you gotta go. You gotta. You gotta know you're going it. Like I knew I was going into an A twenty four RER. Ari Aster film so like I was fine with it and fine with like thinking about it for a while afterwards but if you're not familiar with Hereditary if you're not maybe even Suspiria like Suspiria I would put in the like kind of vein of this film if that's not your cup of tea then why are you seeing this film that's fair yeah it's it's just art it's art house it's an art house movie like it's art house horror yeah but like, not everybody likes art house horror I, I, think that's I, I understand the, yeah, that like but... I just I'm slowly warming up to it I you know one of your favorite movies is art house for the witch yeah yes 
And I don't like that one. So what does that say? <laughs> Lauren is not me. warming up to our outdoors. You're just you're just a casual horror fan, okay, Lauren? All right. You At just, least these just people were easier it. to understand than the people in the Vavitch. <laughs> in the Vavitch. The Vavitch. <laughs> Let's get into spoilers for Midsummer. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. So, I don't know. Someone throw out a topic. Okay, I just gotta give you this uh, This guy I follow on Letterboxd. He wrote this one little bit that I think perfectly sums up part of this movie. And it, give him credit. Josh Lewis. He said, this movie is going to end so many relationships, <laughs> including the couple that was sitting beside me. I don't know that he deserved that, he said, as the credits rolled, followed up very, very heated... That's rich coming from you of all people. <laughs> like, that was on that was on Twitter, yeah, too. That yeah, is that was awesome. Fantastic. Uh, speak, <laughs> speak to that girl, Lauren. I just hate this whole like, oh, women are vindictive, blah blah blah. This this ending was stupid and I hate it. No, I don't think like, I don't think it was saying she was vindictive. I don't think it's well, a I don't vindictive think she was vindictive. Ending. I think she was kind of justified in everything. Okay. I mean, maybe, like, maybe, when, maybe. When that happened know. at the end, and you said you wanted a female perspective, and that's why I ended up seeing this movie, I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't why. I, I don't, I don't think she was being vindictive at all. Like, I yes, think she was. Why sh- did she kill him? Because he was a, he was a horrible person <laughs> that she didn't need he to keep around on anymore. Her. That's it. But I think the choice, the choice was kill this dude who hasn't done anything. Kill this dude who has grown up in this community and knows what all is entailed, or kill this guy who cheated on me. Yes, well, also that's she's the, probably that's it. But it's he wasn't just he's like emotionally withholding. He's yeah. distant. He like then you burn his ticket and leave him at the airport. You don't burn him to death. Well, I imagine she's also at. Uh, she's probably at this point, for lack of a better word, broken. See, I don't. I don't see a journey in her at all. The grief of her family's, you know, death, her boyfriend constantly not being there for her when she needed him. I mean, he was there in person, but not really there. See, I don't even feel like we get to fully explore her grief at the death. So it doesn't like there's no no journey for me to latch onto at all. Like just suddenly the grief of whose death? Her family okay, dying. Okay. Like we get to see some of it, but I don't feel like there's enough of an exploration of that for her to suddenly be like, I'm going to be a part of this group because this man told me this is my family now. The end. I mean, I don't think she joined it just because that dude said like, I agree. They, but they, I don't, the- I don't understand any other reason for her to, I don't see how she has a connection to them. Like she danced with them and that's now she's happy. I th- I think the screaming scene is where oh, that she kind of connects with them. That was another dumbest fuck scene. Like I hate this movie. <laughs> but that to, was to your exactly credit, we screamed at each other, and now I am one of the people. <laughs> to your but to your credit, Florence Pugh said when she played the ending, she viewed it as Danny had like lost her sanity and wasn't in control anymore, and that's why she's smiling. I would have been fine with that, but we didn't have that journey. Well, Ari Aster does not think that's what is happening at the end. And that's the problem. I don't know what to think with this movie. <laughs> but I mean, it's there it's not like she's making a conscious decision. It's it's a subconscious thing. She's on mushrooms. She's like delirious. I I, I wouldn't say she's like like I said, I did not view it as a vindic- vindictive act, but 
I totally kind of see where she came from. Like, I, throughout the whole movie, Christian was just like, oh my god, you fucking suck. And did he deserve to get sewed up in a bear suit and burnt alive? No. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I could see how we got there. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I, I think also, <laughs> her... To me, the way I interpreted her smiling at the very end had less to do with like whether or not she was justifying it, but whether, but more about kind of the director breaking the fourth wall and asking us who who has been the more supportive community in what was her in Danny's like journey of grief? Has it been like these people who have actually like talked to her seriously and listened to her, and then also like physically like empathized with her so much to physically like reciprocating her like body movements and sounds and like that kind of thing. Like that entire scene reminded me of the Hebrew practice of of, like sitting Shiva, which is like very formalized. Like there's, there's almost like assigned grievers, right. Who are there on behalf of you to just mourn and wail and that kind of thing. And it was like in that moment where she feels betrayed, these people like, they feel for her genuinely. I think you see that a little bit when they're trying to like prevent her from watching and then just kind of like physically not wrangle her, but like almost like comfort her. And then they start emulating the same behaviors. So I think there's a lot of questions about how do we, how do we define our communities in terms of, especially when we're at our lowest and when we're at our points of grief. Now, granted at the same time, like we've been, you guys were mentioning this, did Christian necessarily deserve that? Well, he was drugged himself, and but he chose. There's a, that. There's a whole lot of. Uh, did he choose it though? Because he was drugged, and they gave him that drink, and it, he said, "What is it going to do?" And it said, "Lower your inhibitions." It was. It was basically saying, "You drink this, you're probably going to end up, you know, sleeping with this girl." <laughs> I, he I, didn't, it. I didn't view it as. I didn't view it. Well, but then they also well, talk they, about these the are whole two like, different conversations we're starting right now. Okay. So. Yeah. They they also talk about the whole like uh, how the pie is really like almost like a spell kind of I don't know so there there's some manipulation going on within this within this community as well which is less than noble but so that's how I interpreted the ending. See, I could understand if she had absolutely no one other than her boyfriend, but she talks to another person on the phone at the beginning mm-hmm. of this movie. Like she has a best friend tying her back home. We can assume. So I can't believe that she is just completely detached from her home life and thus ready to jump elsewhere. It's a reasonable yeah. way to feel about the movie. For whatever reason, I was still able I don't to go know, along guys. with her. I've never done drugs, so maybe okay. it's all the drugs. <laughs> it's probably part, of a lot it. Of drugs. probably part of it. But like, I don't know. I just don't like the idea of her not having a choice then if it's the drugs. I mean, she does have a choice though, right? Like ultimate, like. I don't well, know. Well, that's another question. Do these people yeah, have a don't... choice? Yeah. Like with the Jack Ra- or Christian, Jack Ray yeah. is the um Actor. the scene where he has sex with the girl and mm-hmm. the whole group of naked people and around him. An, an the an whole audience scene. started laughing. <laughs> and I didn't know how to feel about that because we have to decide how much of this is his choice and is it technically rape? Cuz does he feel that if he doesn't do this, he will be murdered. I mean, that's an interesting... I don't know how to feel about this stuff. There's a whole lot of questions about agency, especially, well, even, what were the other two people's names? So, uh... Well, one was Chidi. The British pe- um, Mark. <laughs> oh, the British people? Yeah. Um, Connie Simon. and Simon. Yeah. 
like their whole thing like they genuinely just want to leave they had every reason where like they're they personally want to leave and then somehow That's they ended up thing. dead like why is, i mean they murdered them how is no one more suspicious of this situation like that's how i felt as a viewer like these people in this situation should be so much more like off put by everything than they are i think you could write it up to the drugs and what they're feeding them maybe and And, like they want to do this thing where it's like we're archaeologists or not archaeologists yeah archaeologists anthropologists where it's like we want to come at this respectfully and like the one guy shit what was his name um Josh. josh Did he know those people were going to kill themselves and he didn't tell his friends that he knew that detail? Yes. Yeah. That he... is a horrible friend. Yeah. <laughs> I think the I think the point of it is like all the people in this movie are pretty pretty terrible. Except, horrible people. Except for Danny in a sense, I guess. No, she's still horrible by the end of the movie. <laughs> okay, by the end of the movie, I'll give you that. Before I forget, one thing, uh, something my brother noticed, I don't know, like, it did, I didn't notice it till after. The, the sequences where they're all sitting at the tables, Christian's drink is a slightly different color than everybody mm-hmm. else's. Ew, yeah. is it period blood? Yep. God oh, damn it. Is this movie <laughs> is the worst. Why did you make me watch this? <laughs> oh, I thought it was just, I thought it was just her, like, red hair. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. What? No, what? there's bleeding, there's bleeding from the vagina in that mural. Yeah, that there's they a lot of imagery. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's... Like, that's, like, ugh. don't put your pubes in someone else's food, guys. It wasn't cool and she's all that. It's not cool now. <laughs> Additionally, I would love to go back and see what the opening tapestry or mural was because i think that'd be interesting to dissect and be like oh okay so this was referencing this part and this was referencing I mean, this the part. whole movie's in the opening mural that's, that's yeah so much is like it just felt so leading in certain things like at one point she's like what happens when they turn 72 it's mm-hmm. like well we know what's going to happen when they turn 72 now <laughs> well, I, I figured just, they were going to be like butchered not like walk off cliffs but that's not yeah, any better yeah. <laughs> Like, I it's not like they're they... going to put him on an iceberg and send him out to sea peacefully. <laughs> I loved how they they booed the guy who jumped feet first, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, that, that thing bothered me, too. Not This was just me being a bitch in this moment. But I was like, who the hell jumps to their death feet first like that? <laughs> you know, that's not going to go well. When I saw the dude with the mallet beforehand, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Someone's going to get their head squished. <laughs> It's like you've had to have seen, well, I guess if it happens every 90 years, or no, it has to happen more than that. If you've seen this happen before, you know how to jump to your death by now. <laughs> you swan dive. <laughs> He's had 72 years to see it. <laughs> Guys, think- maybe, maybe he tripped, all right? We, it's, it's not our point to question his footing. If you trip, <laughs> then you go face first. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't trip straight. You, you trip down. <laughs> you don't trip up to your feet. <laughs> I think the reaction to that scene up to that that sequence where the guy jumps feet first and the at the end when they get upset when the guy starts screaming inside the fire temple whatever the hell you want to call it they they both have similar kind of like pyramid (laughs) they both have similar like kind of like they're kind of i i viewed it as the the town was kind of pissed that they didn't take their sacrifice in stride like it was maybe bad if they screamed or got upset or screwed it up or something oh, I like that. I didn't take it that way. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd be like to hear if 
What they were just grieving. I, I don't know. I think they were just grieving. It's a, It's just like them all screaming at each other when she finds out she's been cheated on. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the, the latter one, the end one, I can see that more. But, like, I took the interpretation of the guy that jumped feet first and didn't properly kill himself. They were, like, kind of pissed at him. <laughs> oh, yeah, that for sure. They're okay, not happy. Okay. All I know is, if they have a game called Skin the Fool, leave. <laughs> Guys, are we, we, skinned, are we right. not going to talk about the bear? Seriously, it's a bear. I it's a bear. was so excited when that bear happened because I was like, oh, they're going to get like, this is going to turn into the pest and they're going to get hunted down by a bear. <laughs> the pest. What a reference. <laughs> it's not quite a perfect reference because they're hunted by people, but you know. <laughs> uh, isn't there a bear movie with Alec Baldwin and Anthony Hopkins? I think oh, there I is. I'm going to Google it. I loved where they went with the bear. I mean, the look on Jack Rayner's face as he was... <laughs> sewed up inside it i don't know every time they cut to him at the end in the bear suit it's called in the bear the suit edge the edge there you go or every time they cut to the scarecrow of will poulter's skin i was laughing quite hysterically yeah, all i know is i wrote down in my notes that was an anticlimactic use of bear <laughs> <laughs> see that's another thing about this movie which i'm not sure takes away from it like there is a significant amount of laughing in this movie and not because it was genuinely hilarious. I mean, there were some funny parts. But it's like, just so awkward. But yeah, I think there is generally a sense of like, what the hell is going on? And mm-hmm. when you have a film that I think is trying to ha- like have such some shock value or try to like actually deeply convey something with its imagery, then when like every other moment your audience is laughing, I'm not sure if that's a. I'm not sure if that's a uh, a strong point for it i think it worked for the most part the only part i probably shouldn't have laughed at that i did was as they're burning those people alive danny tries to like move and she just looks like a giant flowery caterpillar and just the (laughs) the imagery of that was just so silly to me and i was just kind of giggling while those people burned alive so that was probably not the best time for that i was laughing at people burning so you're okay you had company (laughs) i was i was just anger stewing the the hardest the hardest our theater laughed i think was when that woman came up behind christian and was just kind of helping it was just like he has that look like what the fuck like i mean jack rayner's performance was like seemed like he was trying to do a seth rogan impersonation the whole time (laughs) and it was like weirdly working somehow or chris i got a lot of chris pratt actually you know what i actually i was reading something about so he said the sequence when he runs out of the temple after that he's Mm -hmm. the one who elected to do full frontal nudity ari aster also said he remembered that too differently (laughs) oh he oh he did okay yeah uh christian jack rayner also does not like that people think christian deserved to die in the end which um, yeah that was like he he, he, apparently he's been pretty defensive about it i don't think he deserved to die so i'm on his side jack rayner you have a buddy you don't deserve to die for cheating on someone but he wasn't just cheating though like he was then what what reason can you give me that means he deserved to die (laughs) i mean he was he said i i kind of like the route i didn't think about it but the way ben ben was rationalizing it earlier like it was either this random dude has done nothing to you. Or someone who could have left in his 30s and not come back. Who? The guy who volunteered or who got pulled from the raffle or whatever. Yeah. He made his choice to be here. 
and possibly get pulled from it. He volunteered as tribute. <laughs> like, oh my god, they opened the blinds themselves. But um, <laughs> but the thing, so the thing though, I you have to. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong, Lorna. I see your point. But you also have to look at, like, horror movies in general. They kill off, like, you know, that asshole character dies. Sometimes they do die brutally. And again, it's like, yeah, sure, they're a shitbag. But, you know, they don't they don't deserve death. And I think that's yeah, just... Yeah, that's an interesting conversation. That's just a horror Mark movie and Josh, trope. Mark you know? and Josh don't yeah, deserve like, to die either. Yeah, this movie isn't trying to be property. Scream. Like... That's an interesting conversation. Like, if you get in the argument that they... Christian didn't deserve to die like that. Did anybody deserve to die? Does anybody ever deserve to die in a horror movie? You know, it's like... Um, yes. The murderers. The murderers, murderers, yes. (laughs) The entire country of Sweden should be wiped out at the end of this movie (laughs) in a giant cataclysmic event. Uh, From what I understand, the best part about Sweden is their flag. It's a big plus. Nothing. Terrible. I nope. don't know what their flag looks like. It's a blue. Oh, it's a big plus. <laughs> I, I was only like I stopped at flag and didn't hear the rest of it at first. <laughs> oh, that was awesome, <laughs> guys! I've had that joke in my head for like five years, and this is finally like the first you know, time I was able to use it. I'm not it. laughing at it because you didn't appreciate my inspiring joke, and you didn't appreciate <laughs> the one about I said about the pyramid. So <laughs> I love the pyramid. Uh, I, I Ben shared an article with me that I had seen, but I hadn't read yet because I hadn't. Oh, is this the the chainsaw? Seen yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I did watch it yesterday actually, just because I kind of wanted to read the article. And he doesn't write much online anymore because he's the editor at Fangoria. Phil Nobile Jr. He wrote this article because he couldn't put gifts in what he was normally doing. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit. But it was actually it was actually really kind of interesting. Uh, it was, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I love the color. I wanted to read after I saw the movie. I listened to an interview with Aster, and he said um, they really messed with the color at the very end of the movie. Once, um, once uh, Christian opens his eyes in the bear suit, apparently they really messed with the color. And I vaguely remember. I remember Danny's flower dress being even extra bright and vibrant, but that made me. One, I just one, I, I don't know for whatever reason I want to go through this movie again, but I just remember them making everything amorphous blobs. <laughs> yeah, the little swirling blobs. <laughs> yeah, well, like the food would move, like mm-hmm. all, just all the moving stuff. The only thing I did—that's the one thing I will say I enjoyed about this movie: the flower <laughs> on her forehead, just that like, was, like, like talking. talking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> one thing that was cool too, like so Zach, when we were talking about the lungs, that dude's lungs have been pulled out. Mm-hmm. My brother, my brother thinks that he wasn't actually still alive, but it just looked like it because of the drugs. Like he was just a hallucination. Mm, See, I definitely thought he was still alive. Yeah, I that's one thing alive, I will yeah. say. That moment shocked me because I one, I assumed they ate him in the meat pies. <laughs> Two, I thought the bear was going to be in there. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the thing the thing for me was just like the, when it, you first see it, I was like, oh, man, Hannibal already did this like years ago. Oh, those are lungs. Those aren't OK. Because <laughs> Hannibal has like they they do like the back, the skin on the back to make like angel wings. This is just like this is even worse. <laughs> yeah, this is worse. Good God. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucked up. There was a lot of fucked up stuff in this movie. Flower caterpillars, uh, bears, everything. 
But I, I do think that this movie was very, like, it was beautiful. Like, it was very, I think, expertly shot. And I think this, mm-hmm. like, the scenes were, you could see the intention in every scene. Um, and I love the play with mirrors. Like, I don't know, it was a very smart choice to have some of those scenes with mirrors because it almost took away the agency or kind of the like the actual presence are we talking about symbolic mirrors or actual mirrors because i don't remember mirrors i don't remember too many physical mirrors in the movie there were just there are just some shots where like there would be a dialogue but then it wouldn't be you wouldn't see one of the characters you'd only see them through the reflection of a mirror and it just it it made them seem less present or I feel like I saw that one time in the beginning of the movie. One of, no, there was another, or maybe even, or maybe it was even in Josh's conversation with Corey. Like there were, there were times where the shot was very uh, stasis and like focused only on one character throughout the dialogue, as opposed to switching perspectives. And I just, I thought it was a very clever play. Um, but no, there was, there was the shot with in mirrors with. Um, when Christian was See, talking to Danny, and then there was a shot when Danny arrived at their place to first, like... Okay, so that's all in the beginning, though. There were no mirrors at the commune. I mean, there was one in the uh, in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, that was creepy. I, I don't remember. There was, a, there was someone in the toilet with her when she ran in there. No, no, no. Bad trip. No, no, no. It was a... Uh... Yeah. That Wait, was... was there someone in yeah. the bathroom? Oh, that or was outhouse just... before yeah. they get to the commune? Yeah, right like, when they were right taking up... their first drug. Yeah. Okay, I th- I thought it was just her hallucinating her sister. No, she's. I mean, it could have been. It, it was like a. Uh, I thought it was a dude in there. No, I see. Think it, whatever I there was, like a, I don't think I saw it. There was yeah. just like a music cue that was like something happened. I didn't see and it. Then, but, um, <laughs> another a shot I really liked in the movie was on the airplane when she gets up and then goes to the the bathroom. How it's like overhead and then oh, there's goes a mirror the door with her. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cool shot. I just see things like. This is kind of a tangent, but like I wish, but kind of with what you're talking about with mirrors, I wish they had stuck more with Danny and just followed her journey instead of going off to different, like, I don't need to see um, Josh learning about the incest of this community. Like, that's not necessary. I would, I just wish they had stuck more with Danny so I could have seen her journey and felt it more. And then maybe I would have been more willing to accept the end. I mean, we spend most of our time with the. We sit. I mean, we spend plenty of time with the other people, though. Like, yeah. we spend plenty of time with Christian. Yeah. Like but towards Christ- the end Christians... of the, like the latter half of the movie, when he's trying to make us feel more sympathetic towards him, is how I felt. Like before <laughs> the sex scene, it's like he's clearly not having a good time. He kind of doesn't want to be here all of a sudden, but he's gonna drink this thing anyway because I don't know why. But. <laughs> <laughs> um. The the Josh like asking about incest. I think that was just a bit of foreshadowing more than that's anything, another you know? thing though. It's like why it felt like a weird detail that just builds the world but didn't matter movie wise. Mm. Like I did. I feel like we should. I wish we had seen more of a like this kid came up with this random picture and this is how we're reading it now and this is why we're doing these things because that's how it made it sound but at the same like it felt like a ceremony that they do all the time so it's like what is i don't i want more about how are you interpreting what this kid's painting right now well, i think the incest like that that it was a necessary thing to mention because that's why they had to 
to drug and yes i i definitely get that but i'm just talking about the other aspect of it where they're like we have this but we also like incest because it gives us oracles that's true and i and i also i think it was weird the way like it didn't feel like an organic way to bring it in like the when it was asked it was just like whoa that's i feel like that's kind of a weird question to ask i feel like there could have been a question Cheaty. I want to keep calling him I cheaty. I think it worked from the anthropological Yeah, if this yeah. community... To me, I think it would have been like, Cheaty should have asked, so how does this work? And then <laughs> someone could have said it, as opposed to, I, I think... It's like... It just... I mean, to just come on and be like, so how do you make more of you weirdos? Like, where do all the yeah. white, <laughs> yeah. pale white people come from? Like, that's just a little bit too on the nose, right? Yeah, it's like, that's how you knew Josh was going to die right away, because he can't breed into this group they're all white people <laughs> i was a little bummed that cheaty died so quickly also will poulter i i think he's Who such a cheaty <laughs> that's his From... name in the good place uh, sorry Josh. okay the... thanks for that i haven't seen that show i was so I keep forgetting. okay I'm, my bad I'm whoa, scouting whoa, 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 whoa. Like, this is a is this happening? is a bigger matter to solve you haven't seen the good place Wait, that's i watched some of the first season so che- i didn't realize that was the same yeah guy. he's the he's the glasses. ethics professor yeah <laughs> Uh, Will Poulter, I think, is, like, I, I've never seen him in a movie and not liked him. And I think he was a great, like, bit of levity to this movie. Like, anytime he mentioned something, like, he was... No, I hated him from moment one. Oh, man. Like, his, his like, his freak out about, it's like, the sun's still, the sun is still out. Like, I just, everything he did in this movie made me laugh. He even, like, peed on their sacred, the only thing that their made sacred me laugh ash things. Like, oh, my God. Was when he's, like, lay down, too. everyone we're laying down together now i enjoyed the we don't want another person here right now but but followed oh yeah we don't want a new person no new people (laughs) anybody have any final thoughts on midsummer maybe i would have appreciated this cult more if chris hemsworth had been there with his shirt open the whole time (laughs) it's like i would have understood why she stayed at the end (laughs) Well, obviously, you gotta oh, burn your boyfriend now. That's actually a question for me, though. Now, uh, Pele, what was his motives? Like, he kind of liked her more than a friend, but he did definitely bring her there to be sacrificed. No, I think he he brought her there to hopefully mate with her, like to be some outside okay. blood. And then, and then when she, but like then all those people get killed. Yeah, but I think he knew the numbers would work. Yeah. That potentially she could, if the if that like you could even imply that they rigged the mate queen thing so she won yeah like so the two the two groups we yeah, saw the that. two groups we saw both brought in one woman so maybe that's part of it like so they each had someone who would or be maybe a, it would have been weird like hey you're bringing i'm bringing your fiance to sweden with me don't ask questions don't come <laughs> <laughs> and especially because he talks about how when he introduces simon and the other woman his his friend he talks about how like Simon and the other woman, his fiance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Connie. Um, Connie. Yeah, that's right. Like he talks about how Connie used to him and Connie used to date, and she's like, "Well, oh, yeah. we went on one date." Yeah. And then shortly after, I met Simon, and then we started dating. And therefore, yeah. she deserves to die. Yep. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. As I did, I got the vibe that those two brothers, like they were in charge of bringing the outsiders. Like it was, it was they. The goal was to bring each bring one woman, I guess. Like, but that Pele was gonna die if Connie was the only woman there because they so needed Connie probably. They're Allison Williams, huh? They're Allison Williams. 
What get out. Mean? Get out. Oh. <laughs> so Connie probably would have been kept to li- alive, I bet, if Danny hadn't shown up. Pele's brother, quote, I guess it wasn't his real brother. Yeah. He had to- but he had to I die. I mean, they could all be brothers. Yeah, Who that's the arcs. <laughs> <laughs> they could be cousins and brothers. Who knows? And uncles and grandchildren. Who knows? <laughs> also, uh, Florence Pugh is in the upcoming Black Widow movie. <sighs> I don't know how to feel about this. I'm excited <laughs> to see more of her. Like, I need to. Maybe I should go back and watch Lady Macbeth and some of the other things she's she in. She's incredible. I will say, I did appreciate her acting, but. I'm angry at her right now. (laughs) (laughs) She's great. I love her. She's also in Little Women. She plays the one that dies, I'm pretty sure. Don't they all die? Who knows? I didn't watch that. I I just know that Joey, it super upset Joey and friends. (laughs) (laughs) Did he put the book in the freezer? He put it in the freezer. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That and The Shining. That's going to do it for Midsummer. Um... Ari Aster is apparently not doing a horror movie next, so um, so maybe I'll like maybe it. I'll like the next one. <laughs> Talks about doing a musical. No, I don't think he's doing a musical. It was like a comedy or a domestic, like a mellow family, big family melodrama thing he did. So I look forward to what he does next. Um, you want to know? Okay, now I'll backtrack on Christian. He deserved to die because he didn't remember her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Our next movie is, I don't know. Deep Blue Sea. The 1999 classic. Yes. A movie I've never seen. and You're um, gonna hate it. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. It's got LL Cool J. It can't be that bad. It's got Sam Jackson being eaten by a shark. LL Cool J's best line in any movie ever. Just throwing it out there. It's in this, it's in this movie. Just you'll... Is that a bar that is worth setting? Yes. Okay. All I know is just wait till you hear the end credit rap. Okay. Oh my god, I forgot about that. It's so good. It's so good. So go watch that B-movie extravaganza if you want to be ready for our next podcast. It's B-plus and you know it. <laughs> and until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. You can find us at middleofrow.com. And rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Ben Grigsby. I'm super excited to rewatch Deep Blue Sea. You can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at the Grigsby Bear, and you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Road. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at Another Rahul J, and you can also follow us on Twitter at Middle of Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at MiddleRow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Deep Blue Sea. Remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road.